0: Hello, welcome to Off Curve. I'm looking good, and I am talking to you about Hearthstone from the comfort of my streaming lair. It is Monday, October 25th, uh, 2021. Um, I realize that I it has been uh way too long since I've recorded an episode, mainly because I have not been in the car by myself very much recently. Like I, I realized that we moved my car out to like they have like these guest parking spaces outside my uh my complex. And um, and I, so I moved them out. I forget why. We had a couple things. Like we had like a dumpster. They, they, there's a service that'll just drop a dumpster in your, in your driveway. And so we had like 15 years worth of crap that we accumulated in the garage and, and the basement that we, you know, did in there and just to try to declutter. Cause it's, uh, it's October in Massachusetts, which means it could snow at any moment and we need to be able to park in our garages. Um, but I, I realized that, like, I did that on, like, a Monday, and then my car just stayed there until, like, the following Saturday or Sunday, and even then sometimes through the weekend. So, um, yeah, so I haven't really been in the car for, like, longer than 10 minutes um, on my own, so I figure, while well, I'm streaming, so hello, stream, and uh, may as well record a podcast. So, um, I've not been playing very much Standard. I have been um, diving into Mercenaries way harder than I thought I was going to. Uh, I... Didn't really get it at first, but I kept grinding it anyway because, like, you know, I am not one to pass up something that's grindy and repetitive. I am a long-time Diablo player, and uh, we're going to talk through that because some of the things I have to talk about today kind of stem from doing the grind in Diablo seasons for the past couple of years. Um, But I, I I dip my toe into PvP and then... um. I'm at 6,900 rating, which is very nice rating. Um, I am not 100% sure how that happened. Um, the, the bottom of the leaderboard, like, number 200, as, as I'm recording this, is 7,495. So, um, I'm apparently a high-level Mercenaries player now? I guess? Question mark? Um, I still feel like I don't I don't quite understand what I'm doing. Um, I'm getting there. I, like, I feel, I do like the idea of, like, learning something new, and I feel like I'm learning in PvP, even from a loss, I'm, like, learning a lot about, based on how my opponents are, are approaching things, and I'm, like, improving my, my play from there, which is a pretty cool feeling, and you don't always get that in constructive because you don't really know what's in your opponent's hand, um, but, you know, in, in Mercenaries, everything's out on the table, so you kind of do, other than... You know, you may not know like what equipment they have or or what you know what level everything is in, until they use it. But for the most part, you kind of know, right? I'm not giving up on constructed. I'm just kind of taking a break from standard right now because I'm not really loving the standard meta and and I've kind of played it a little bit too much. I do expect we should be getting a mini set in the next week or two, and that will probably get me back into standard again. But it, it's been a, it's been nice to have a break, right? And have something else to put my energy into. And um and, and something that I feel like I'm I'm pretty good at. So um I you know, my stream may end up splitting between standard and mercenaries. I haven't quite figured that out once the once the uh, the mini set comes, but we'll we'll kind of figure that out as we go. Um but I, I do have a lot of things to talk about in terms of um in terms of the progression and kind of help you if you're struggling to get into PvP. Um because I do um I, I've I've figured out the task grind a lot. And again, I, I've been a long time Diablo player. Like this is something that is natural to me. And so there's a lot about task farming that's changed recently. Um, but there's still there's always ways to um to be efficient. And if you can be one thing, you should be efficient, right? so uh, let, let's we'll talk about that and if you want to um you kind of have to grind some in order to get your your cop up i mean you can do some uh some grinding in pvp and i i do think you should play at least a little bit of a P of a pvp uh do a pvp listen to me <laughs> um you should play some pvp just because there are daily rewards that are that are there that you're leaving on the table if you're not trying it and like the early like ranked che- equivalent of like ranked floor chests are pretty attainable so there's a good number of coins that are there that um you could just get right so you should do at least a little bit of pvp and if you go in with like an unleveled team you'll generally get bots for a while anyway uh maybe not so much since they opened up the matchmaking but probably right and even then like you're, you're playing against other people who are brand new so you'll you should be okay um but really if you want to get like a full a full PVP comp you're going to have to grind some um the uh the the ta- the bounties are designed to be replayable and there are a number of things that you kind of need to know that are that the game does not tell you right um aside from some things that we've learned from you know forum posts and whatnot um but really, what you're looking for there's there's two kinds of grinding that you're gonna do. Uh, I mean, really, there's three. But you know, one of them you can kind of take care of naturally with everything else. So you're you're generally grinding three things. You're grinding tasks to get equipment. You're grinding for coins, which is either through tasks or through the rewards that are in um that are at the end of each bounty. And then you're grinding for experience to level up your characters. Right, so you need to understand like what your goal is. Um, you know, obviously first you need to get them up to level thirty. Level thirty is when you get the first equipment. You can still do the tasks alongside it, um, but it's going to be a lot easier to finish those tasks when you're at level thirty, right? And then you're looking for coins to get to pump up their abilities, which will also make the tasks easier, and um, and then the tasks to get the equipment, and which also end up giving you coins, right? So. Um, what you're what you're looking to do is you're really looking to find a place that is, um, that's quick, and and this is where the Diablo piece comes in, right? Because like if you if you've ever played a Diablo season, and this is something I've done, I don't talk about it a lot, but I I do the I try to finish the season journey, um, in Diablo, um, every season. I don't I don't I'm not always successful, but I'm you know, I, I generally do okay, and I enjoy it a lot anyway. Um, but a lot of that is kind of doing repetitive things and trying to do it as efficiently as possible in order to get your goal. Cause like in Diablo, you have like these rifts that, that you go into and there, there are different types of rifts and different difficulties and then loot drops. And you're generally looking for stuff to complete a build. This is, this should sound familiar, right? Um, so what you're looking for is you want to make sure that you're focusing on, what your key metric is, which is loot per hour, or loot per session, right? What this means is that you you shouldn't get hung up on what the end loot is, like how big the end loot is, or how much experience you're getting from an individual run. Because everything is a numbers game, right? So... And by the way, I'm assuming that you know all about mercenaries right now, which is why I'm not explaining it. There are other podcasts that have explained it all in detail. I, I'm kind of expecting, if you're if you're here, you've already listened to a Hearthstone podcast, now you have like 20 or 30 minutes to kill in the car. <laughs> so, you could go listen to Coin Conceit. they've talked about mercenaries a ton. And um, if, you, if you're looking for a little bit more basic information about the game. But anyway, I, I'm, I'm here to help you improve, right? So... <clears throat> What you're looking at is loot per hour. So you're, you're looking at how efficient you can be in each run to get the most out of your play session, not necessarily out of any one given run. And this is something you learn in Diablo very very quickly, right? Because like you you do your first season in Diablo and you start like cranking up the cranking up the difficulty because you want to get all the good loot and all the good loot drops at the higher difficulty. And then you go like actually read how you're supposed to do it and then they're like, "Yeah, go, you know, push as high as you can and then drop the difficulty down by like half." And then and then that's what you're going to run. And and the reason is that you will get more more of whatever you're you're trying to get by running a a less lucrative, um, a less lucrative level quickly, and repeatedly, than running a more lucrative level, and have it take you four times as long. Right. So the goal here is to find a, a pat like a pattern you can grind that. Is not going to be particularly mentally taxing because this is probably something you're going to want to do while you're like watching television or watching a stream or whatever. It's not something you're going to really you you don't want to be devoting a lot of mental energy to it, and you want to be able to do it really, really, really quickly. I I timed my task farming run right before the show, and from start to finish it was four minutes to get in and get out. And so, if I'm you know I could so generally what I'm doing it, it the where where this started, right? Was I, I should take a step back. Your goal when you're task farming, and, and we're gonna talk about task farming primarily. We'll talk about coin farming and XP farming in a minute, you know, at the end. But really what you're focusing on is task farming because task farming kind of solves the other two problems anyway. So originally, when the when Mercs first launched, then the the task farming uh, the task is given to you from like the swirly things that you see on the map, right? So generally, you'll see the map, and there will be a swirly thing that's a mystery. There's usually one a map, and um, what you're looking to do is you're trying to trying to get that, and then uh, often enough that will give you what's called a mysterious stranger, and that gives you a task. And a task you need task uh, two tasks for the first piece for the second piece of equipment. You need level thirty for the first piece of equipment. Task two for the second piece of equipment. Task seven for the third and usually best piece of equipment. Right. So you get some number of tasks per day. They're for random characters, whatever. If you really want to focus on leveling up a character, you want to take that character into a um, into a bounty and get offered a, a mysterious stranger. And the mysterious stranger will always offer you a task for one of the th- for one of three characters, all of whom are in your current party. So that's important is that you want to bring the characters you want to level up in your party at all times. Now, the original strategy was to go into air elemental because then you just go as quick. That was the heroic air elemental was the lowest level bounty that you could do that would offer you a mystery that would offer you mysterious strangers. So you would just go in, throw only the three characters that you wanted to get tasks for in your party and then just run the first two battles of of um of Her- of heroic air elemental over and over again, and if you got to a task as soon as you got the task or you got to the to the mystery, whether or not you took it, then you would retire out and go again. And what happened was that they made a change on Friday night, where if you are over leveled for the bounty that you're taking on in this case, Air Elemental is like level eight, and usually you're taking on three level 30 characters, right? Then the odds of you getting a Mysterious Stranger out of the mystery will drop significantly. They didn't say how much they don't need to. The idea is don't do it, right? So that's when I think it was Jay Alexander who posted, hey, you can just retire out until you get a good map um, and, and then go do this in... Um, heroic Lord Bane Hollow, which is Fel, the the sixth area in Fellwood, which is the second area. So it's like 2-6, Heroic. And you just do that over and over again. And if you do that enough, right? And if you if you look at the map and it's too far away from the, from the Swirly. I'm just calling it the Swirly because I don't know what the hell to call it. If you're too far away from the Swirly, just immediately retire out, go again, roll another map, and keep doing that um and and that's kind of the strat now so in general right um what you're looking for is so once you have a you generally want a a a trio of level 30 characters with that that are fairly buff for this right so my general like the way your way your party is going to be constructed for this is you're generally going to have a front line for clearing very quickly um, and then you're going to have three characters in the backline who you basically never want to play. That you're only going to bring in if they need to do something for one of their tasks. They're there to collect tasks and and to collect XP passively because you get XP for your characters whether or not they actually participate in the battle. So front three is your strongest characters that are going to try to clear as fast as you possibly can. And uh, backline is whoever you're trying to to buff up. Those those could also be the front line. Characters, you might be looking for tasks for them too. But those are generally going to stay anyway. Um, and what you're going to do is you're going to go into um, Felwood, Six Hero- Fel- Felwood Heroic, Lauren Bane Hollow. Um, you're going to look at the map. And what you're looking for is a map that will get you to the Swirly in three battles or less. Now, some people say you should keep rolling until you get down to two battles. But the thing is that the battles are pretty quick so the the, you know it's a matter of how much time are you adding right so um i i again i timed it when i did a three battle bounty to get to the swirly it took me four minutes doing this my my front line is um is cairn diablo and geddon so I generally just attack whatever on turn one, and then turn two I use Cairn's Endurance Aura to make all my my characters four speed faster. Then I do Diablo's Flame Stomp, which does six to the board for every uh, opponent that hasn't acted, and then Geddon has I forget what the the spell is. It's the one. It's his second ability that does nine, and then fire combo eleven. Right, so Diablo will generally clear the board. Get him, will clean up, and then whoever's left will attack into the counter who's taunted, and that usually gets it through in two turns. So I timed that, and it was from start to from the start of the of the bounty up to the swirly was four minutes. Right, so if that's with three battles, if you um, if you spend a lot of time retiring out and whatever, right, you're wasting time. So if you're gonna do that like once or twice, it's fine. If you start doing that more, then you're spending more time that you could just be getting another run in, and, and everything is about loop per hour, right? So that's why also you you immediately retire out as soon as you get through the swirly, right? Um, you you are not doing the boss battle unless you have a task that requires you to finish to to either do damage to bosses or finish bounties or finish heroic bounties then you'll go all the way through but generally the boss battle is a lot slower it takes several takes several more turns you might not finish it um and there's not really any reason because your goal is not the coins that are in bane hollow unless you're really trying to like super you know juice brukhan your goal is the tasks right so you go in one two three attack three three battles and by the way you don't it doesn't mean that it's four four steps up right because if you can step through a spirit healer or you can step through a boon um then those don't really count as a battle you just click on it and move on right so make sure that you're just checking that there's th- three actual battles between you and the swirly um if there's more than that then go ahead cancel that retire or, you know retire and re and reroll. roll um but other than that you're going to you're going to do that and then just keep jamming jamming that over and over again and those early battles are quick. If you have a good frontline that you're used to, you'll be able to do this kind of in your sleep. You're not going to really have to think about it. And then if you like, even if you say it takes you six minutes, right? So that means that you can do 10 runs an hour, right? And let's say that you get a stranger in like half of them, right? Or or even like 40%, right? So that means you're getting four tasks an hour, which is pretty good, Right? And and it's gonna take you some some time to clear those too, so you really want to be just ruthlessly efficient with it, and you know, and then you know once you once you fill up your campfire, if you do fill up your campfire, make sure to check that it's full, and you can only keep four tasks from strangers at a time, even if it looks like there are open open slots, because one of them is for the daily uh, clear two bounties, and one of them is for the story. So you can only keep four tasks at a time. Make sure to to check them because the 15 coins that you're going to get from the campfire being full is not nearly as worth as much as any of the tasks are going to be. So make sure you're checking that. If you do just go to a a more difficult one, that'll give you a little bit more time to to clear that out and then come back, right? Um, A couple other things that you want to keep in mind. If you don't get the stranger at the swirly, you still want to jump through that and and go to before it retire before you start the next battle because the coins that you get as consolation are um are determined by how far you went in so you can get more coins out of consolation they're not much but they add up um so you can, you will get more coins from consolation um by going through even if it's a spud or whatever it doesn't matter just go or sabotage you know fine then just go click through it and then retire so you get the extra coins from that right Um, and yeah, and, and that's really it. And then you can, you can, you can grind through all this stuff pretty quickly. Um, it's, it's been my experience that, you know, I can just kind of do that when I'm watching TV or, or, you know, just kind of like brain dead or whatever. I can just kind of do that. It's, it's, it's kind of soothing as a repetitive task and you'll get, you'll get, you know, uh, you'll get geared up pretty quickly. Um, it is going to take you some of that farming, and and it kind of it's unfortunate that the way that the progression in mercenaries is gated is by this, right? Like the packs ultimately are not, um, uh, they're they're very variant, um, and and you know it's not necessarily worth as much to try to you know throw money into into packs. Um, and really where a lot of your progression is gated is by that, by the equipment, either the task two or the task seven equipment. So you kind of forced into this. If you want to have, um, if you do want to have any sort of a, of a, you know, PVP comp, you're going to have to do some of this farming. And if I'm hoping that they change that somewhat, right? Like this is it's not really what you want like it, again it's part of the the experience in diablo but that is the game in diablo right like you're just trying to clear things as quickly as possible That that's kind of the deal in diablo that's not really what mercenaries is about and if you're if you're rewarded for quitting out of an encounter more so than for finishing it that's a design problem, right? So I'm I'm hoping that they're gonna have some more refinement to this. It does feel bad if you didn't get on the air elemental train early, right? Or enough because like a new comp comes out and then you don't you can't really try it because you haven't you haven't leveled up that mercenary. Now it does take you a little bit longer. It's not terrible though. Um I would I would recommend if you have a comp that you're looking to get, and and again, right now the the most popular three. That are in almost every comp or Cairn, Diablo, and uh, Varndjamgrasp. So if you want to start, I would start with those three, um, if you have them. And and even then, like I feel less bad about crafting, right? Because crafting costs you 500 coins and does set you back quite a bit, but you can clear, um, you you can farm quite a bit to uh, to kind of compensate for that. Um, I did mention I was going to talk about XP farming and coin farming. I do I still think the best kind of coin farming is through tasks, but you can um you can look at the bounties and if you do want to finish them right the the bounties are going to give you coins for some individual heroes i find it's it's still pretty variant and like i ground malfurion coins for quite a while and i felt like i i didn't really get a whole lot of return on my investment but that's the that's kind of what you have to do if you don't already earn the merc if you own the merc already task farming is much better Right. And even just like completing the bounties usually will give you some number of coins that are for someone in your party. So you you don't generally have to do that unless you're trying to earn coins for a mercenary that you don't already own. And then that's really the only way to do it is just to keep going through that completing that bounty, whatever it is. And if it's something like Diablo, then you're you're not doing that till you get to like Black Rock Mountain, which is kinda touch and go. But Um, but it's doable and it doesn't feel as bad because once you have it, then you can, you can use the same, um, this same strategy, both getting the coins from the bounties as well as, um, coins from the tasks that will help you get caught up. Um, as far as XP is concerned, I would just throw a mercenary or two who's underleveled into this comp and just leave them there and let them gain, um, let them gain, uh, XP passively. I crafted Ragnaros... Um, earlier today, and I did task farming for maybe an hour or two. Um, and, and he's already at level 30. Like, you get XP pretty quick. You don't even need to really need to level in, uh, like, you can also level in PvP. I, I don't recommend it unless you know you're facing bots. Um, but even then, like, the, the XP leveling is not that big of a deal. And you, you'll just, that'll just kind of happen as you're task farming for the other characters. Um, so yeah, so that's, um, that's what I've learned from PvE. And um, if you're looking for a, a, a good initial frontline, um, start with Zarela Samuro. You get both Zarela and Samuro for free, um, you know, right, completing the story. So just use Zarela and Samuro. Um, you use Zarela's first ability, she reduces the attack... On um, on a target and then and damages it and then Samuro gets to attack it twice because his first ability says attack a target and then if you if it's da- if it's been damaged already then uh, increase attack and attack and attack it again. So um, Zarello Samuro is um Zarello Samuro is kind of like the starter comp. Just throw those two and someone in your front line. Um, in in PvP at low la- at low ranks, it's Cariel. Um, those three are good to start with, and then just you know work in the other mercs that are, um, that are good as you go. Um, but it's fun. It, it, I I think that PVP. I I will talk about PVP separately. I may need to get somebody who's better at PVP than I am to kind of help with that at some point. Um, but I feel like the PVP is really is really a lot deeper than I initially gave it credit for. And I I never got to play competitive Pokemon because I was too old, <laughs> like. Pokemon Yellow was a game that I started playing like my junior year of college, and that was before they had any online competition. So like I would have had to go somewhere. Like I remember, you know, being in like my senior year of college, me and my wife at she wasn't my wife at the time, but you know she was my girlfriend at the time, but we eventually got married. Um, Standing in line for like three hours at the South Shore Plaza in Massachusetts. For someone to load a Mew onto our Pokemon cartridges with a transfer cable, because that was what you had to do in those days. That is a very old-fashioned sentence. Um, so I never really got to play competitive Pokemon. This is kind of, I mean, I could, right? But um, you know, um, but this is kind of scratching a different itch for me, and I, I am enjoying it quite a bit. So I, I don't, I don't see the focus of this show changing from constructed, um, but I may throw in some Rux, merc- um, content here and there. And, and please do let me know, um, if that's something that you want more of, or, you know, if you want me to stick to, stick to what I know, you know, that that's fine too. Um, you know, and, and the best way you can do that is in the discord, which is at discord.offcurve.com. And I guess that kind of leads me into where you can find everything. Um, I do want to point out, um, I am raising money. October is ADHD awareness month and I am raising money all month, um, for children's hospital, Boston which is where all uh, two of my children got diagnosed for ADHD and two of my children have also gotten diagnosed for autism and uh, I only have three kids so you do the math um but they've been wonderful and it's really a great a great institution and and really like thankfully we've had to take advantage of relatively few of their services um but they've been amazing in terms of fighting with the insurance company for us and 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 helping us get into programs and 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 helping us kind of you know raise our kids, to be as happy as they can be uh, understanding what makes them different and and I can't say enough good things about them and I really would love to raise some money for them um, I'll have a link in the show notes um, if you're watching in stream the uh the the link is in chat as well and um I do invite you to um to donate if you're if you're able if not that's fine too right um but it's a, it's a cause that I'm really passionate about um so I really would do want to you know I want I do want to make some money for them um, cuz they've they've done so much for my family so um i may i may end up doing something for like the official extra light game day which is november but i haven't quite figured that out yet but it's possible especially if the uh new expansion drops around that i might do an extended stream uh or the mini set i should say um but other than that you can find and the the link you can find on the show notes which you can find at offcurve.com um you can also offcurve.com is also where you can find the master's tour data at offcurve.com slash Tour. Um, I just got the data up for Stormwind, for Masters Tour Stormwind. I don't think there's anything until Masters Masters Tour Undercity, um, but you can use that as a as a prep if that's useful to you. Though we're gonna have a mini set between now and then, um, but I'll have that data there for Undercity as well. Um, offcurve.com, uh, I said Offcurve.com. At Offcurve on Twitter, at WickedGood on Twitter um, is the show's account and my account respectively. Um, Twitch.tv/WickedGoodFM. Some of you are there right now, um, which is where I stream uh, Mondays and now Fridays at 7 p.m. Eastern. Uh, I moved it from Thursday to Friday. Um, so do keep that in mind, but Monday and Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern, um, I stream on Twitch and, uh, that's about it. So thank you as always for listening. Um, good luck to you in mercenaries or standard or battlegrounds, whatever you're doing and, uh, be good to each other. We'll talk soon. Have a good one.